This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we go, it's 5.01, soon to be 5.02, the Eddie Scazzeri, what up, what up, what up? It is a Wednesday morning, very quickly hump day, they call it, and across from me, his name is Al Ellie Dukes, what's up? Good morning, Jerry. I had to park illegally today, meaning uh, just uh, alternate side parking in New York. They do this situation where on some days you can't park on the left, and some days you can't park on the right because they do street cleaning. Whatevs. So I wanted to park on the proper side, but there was a very large, athletic-looking man pacing right where I would have parked uh, at 4 a.m. So I opted. I thought about it, Jerry. Was he doing push-ups? Because there's a guy out there that actually does uh, body exercises some mornings. Yeah, I, I did not see him do any, anything athletic. He looked like he was patrolling the area where I had to park. And I went, you know what? Today I'm going to um, risk the ticket instead of uh, my life. You'll be all right. And uh, I parked on the wrong side. I park on the wrong side almost every day. Yeah, and I actually parked right near you, Jerry. Oh, there you go. That's why I was like, you know nice. what? Jerry and I, if we get tickets, we're going down we tickets, together. We get tickets. Like teammates. That's it. There you go. I did see, Jerry, we had another very dominant 5 to 6 a.m. ratings <laughs> situation I saw I like in the how you like to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Andrew Marchand covers it for the New York Post. Well, I mean, you you did put him on blast about five times when he didn't. Yeah. The first few times ratings came out and you would say, hey, Andrew Marchand, what about five to six? What about us? So um, you've made your point. Yes. He has heard your point. Yeah, and I appreciate it. And he now does include us. He does include us. So he includes this at the end, which sucks because if it's somebody like me and I only read the first two paragraphs, I'm not going to see it. it. That is true. But any radio article, I'm reading the whole thing. Because that's what you're interested in. that's what I'm interested in. Opposed exactly, to right? the Met game. Uh, well, we don't know that. I do sure. know that. You don't, you don't read really hard, sure. You do not read full articles. I do not read full right. articles. That's correct. <laughs> I watch a very extensive highlight package, and then I read the first three paragraphs. For the pertinent information. For the, yeah, for the good. Because yeah. that's what they teach you in journalism school, Jerry. They teach you all the, you, you front load your articles because they don't think people read full articles. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. Maybe so, if the maybe the New York Times should have just went to three paragraph articles, they'd still be in business. The failing New York Times, oh, yeah, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they'd still be in business. So they just did one. Just tell us what happened real quick. <laughs> a little longer than a tweet. You want the Cliff Notes version? Yeah, Cliff Notes version of what happened. The New York Times. Yep. Jerry, last night was the baseball All Star game, and uh, people people love to be upset about uniforms and that sort of thing. You know, silly things about the games. But we did used to just let the players wear their team uniform. They don't even wear their hats anymore. Yeah, and I—I I, I mean, they're neat. I mean, I like the 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 dark hat with the the shaded logo. I mean, yeah. it was cool. But you are right; it takes away from the way it used to be when we were kids. Yeah, it used to be cool. You'd be like, "There's Daryl Strawberries in his I agree. uniform." I agree. 
And then I think, is it confusing for the players? And I don't nah, think so. No, not for the players. And you know what? They're just selling more. I mean, that's all it is. They're just, they continue to sell more product. Now you've got, if you want to go buy an all-star game jersey, you're going to get the 2023 version. You can get your player's name on the back. Like You get the coal and the number. It's all good. Do you but think people buy those? I do. Yeah, do. I do. Oh, absolutely. All-star yeah. jerseys. I don't know if they're big sellers, but absolutely they sell them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What do they do with all the extras? Like, let's say they made a whole bunch of Garrett Cole. Don't they? And I'm not being funny. I'm being yeah. serious. Don't they ship usually things like that to countries in need? Yeah. Like when they print the championship shirts after Super Bowls or World Series, don't they then ship those to countries that need clothing? Yeah. So, like, someone in uh, a, a poorer country yeah. is wearing a Super Bowl champion shirt for a team that didn't actually win the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah. But jerseys seem like. Well, maybe they print on demand. I don't know. But I mean, how much do you, you think a jersey like that goes for? Like a Garrett Cole All Star Seattle jersey? Yeah, one eighty. No, see, I was gonna say, I was gonna say more like three hundred dollars. Oh, okay, you might be right. I was I'm, being gonna, I'm, I'm specifically on Garrett Cole. Yeah, let's go Garrett Cole. Let's Jerry. see if I can get that jersey. Eh, MLB shop two fifteen. They can't be. I, I really don't think they're selling a lot of them. I don't think fans buy you might be right. a lot I have no of all-star idea. jerseys. I don't know. I do not know. Especially, like, people were very critical of the uniforms last night. Well, because you hear from the angry people. Yeah. The people that like them don't say anything. That's true. So there are plenty of people that probably are into it. I specifically don't care one way or another. I would prefer to wear the regular jerseys. I think that's a cooler look. But I don't care that they're wearing all-star jerseys. Who can't? Whatever. What was fun was uh, to see on social media everyone sending... Or, or posting pictures of, like, the team photo from, like, the 1983 yeah. All-Star game. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. We had some sweet uniforms back then. Pirates. Yeah, they were all right. Pirates are cool. Yeah. Actually, they were ugly. What? The pirate uniforms? Yeah. No, thank you. I'm a pirate, Jerry. I'll pass. Arr. No. No, thanks. Hmm. You don't want that pirate hat, Willie? Willie? Pop no, I didn't like the. I didn't like the pirate hats. It did seem not comfortable. Yeah, well, they the look stiff. Hat. Yeah, stiff. <laughs> and how the, are they able to get away with wearing a different style hat than the rest of the baseball? That that who was the uh, commissioner back then? I don't he know. Had no but control. I, I have no idea what the rules were about yeah. their clothing, their hats, their pants. I do not know. And then just think, like when you're selling hats. You got to get a whole different manufacturer to manufacture the P- Pittsburgh Pirate hat. Nah, New Era probably did it. Not back then; they didn't even exist. Yeah, sure they did. They did. I would think so. I never believe when a company goes, uh, "We've been around since 1823." No, you haven't. Why not? I Why? don't believe it. You don't think Folgers has been around no. since 19? No, since... I see those things. No, <laughs> uh, chock full of nuts. We've been a New York City staple since 1720. All right, how are we proving that? New Era began. Making hats in 1920. No way. I'm telling you. False. Why? That's probably at the corporate level. They're probably like, let's just say we started making hats in 1920s. Who's checking? Who's going to check on us? You can check. You can check. Of course you can check. I'm going to dive deep into that today, Jerry. No, you're not. I'm going to reach out to the CEO. No, you're not. No, you're not. Matter of fact, you know, it's funny. Just two months ago... They actually, MLB.com has a big story, the headline, The Long Strange History of the Baseball Cap. Hmm. I'm going to read into that. Here's the problem for you. This article is probably 17 or 18 paragraphs. You've got no chance. You're not interested. The New York Knickerbockers were baseball's first official team in 1845 
but it would take them four more years before they started wearing hats. Okay. Now so they're in hats. 1849. We started wearing baseball hats. I can't believe it. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Another story we brought to you, uh, we brought up yesterday, actually, here on the warm-up show. Remember we were talking about home run derby? Yes. And I had asked you, Jerry, I said, uh, do you think more people get injured at the home run derby because of all these balls yeah, flying yeah. into the stands? Well, we put the over-under at 20. I think we put the over-under at 20. And we yeah. said, like, eh, how many people you think get injured at a regular average baseball game than how many people with... I mean, the one dude hit 72 home run balls into yeah. the crowd. That was one guy. Yep. So think about it. Well, a video did emerge of Vlad Guerrero Jr. hitting a smoking line drive off some kid's head who was supposed to be out there shagging fly balls. I always thought that was, was dangerous. dangerous. Yes. Like, you're throwing a bunch of kids out there with live, basically live balls coming at them. From major league. Yes. Be careful. So that doesn't surprise me. Is the kid all right? I think so. But he got you whacked. You didn't read the fourth paragraph? No, they didn't have... There was no update. Th- there was no update. Mm. I actually did read because I wanted to make sure the kid was all right, but he took a line drive right off the forehead. You do know Sal caught a home run derby ball in City Field. He was in the stands or he was able to... He was to in be- right field. He he caught a home run derby ball. I'm forgetting who, but he... So he reposted... I, he's told the story many times. Yeah. He reposted the video yesterday on Twitter. Oh, really? You know what I was drawn to that I couldn't get my eyes off of? It looks like he went in sleeping pajama pants. <laughs> so he went very casual to the ballpark. That's what it looks like to me. Like Mets you, jersey, pajama pants. But you're telling me he was in the stands or he was able to be shag and fly ball somehow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stands. Yeah, he was in right okay. field. Right field. Stands. During the home run derby. All right. Let's see, home run derby ball. Let's see if, if it comes up because he yeah. just reposted this yesterday. Nah, nah, I don't have it here. I'd have to log on to Twitter and go find it, but yeah. Yeah, I would think it, like, it'd be cool to go out there on the field like these kids do and shag fly balls, but... Be careful. Yeah, because you got to think, when a major leaguer hits a screaming liner, I think they said it was 150 miles, yeah. 115 miles per hour, this one, that's movement. That ball's flying. And it's moving. Yeah. And you put your glove up there thinking you got it, and you're an inch off, it's going to hit you right in the face. I wonder what the qualifications are for that. Like, do you have to be in a baseball league, like your team gets selected, or do you just maybe sign up and randomly get drawn? I bet you it's that. But they should put them out there first and be like, we're going to hit some fly balls to you. You better catch these. Well, you can do that, but that doesn't replicate a major leaguer hitting a ball 115 miles an hour on a rope. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, very dangerous. Yes. I'm surprised only one kid took one in the noggin. Well, that's all that's been reported. Yeah. Maybe that's... someone else did. Who knows? And I had many people send it to me yesterday after it was brought up here on timing. the program. Timing, it, timing, it, timing, timing. Timing, yeah. And it was a mm-hmm. Vlad Guerrero uh, junior shot. If you're a kid, you got to, if you uh, do okay after that, like yes. you take the ball off the forehead, uh, you got to be, would you be proud of that moment no. or embarrassed no i'd be embarrassed you would be yeah i would not be i would that would not excite me at all that would be terrible that there was video of you taking a yeah. line drive like sal having video of him do catching the ball well he didn't catch it actually 
He goes down on the ground and grabs it, I believe. Oh, and, he, and he starts, I'm going to pull this up for you. I want you yeah, to see this. I want to see that. Because then he gets very excited. Uh, here it is. So it was, oh, let's see here. I'm going to bring it over to you. All right. All right. So I wonder if he has this ball in a in a case. All right, there he is. Look at the pants. Yeah, he's wearing pajama pants. He's wearing Mets pajama pants. Is that what they are? Yeah, Mets pajama pants. Yeah, so City Field, there you go. And who hit it? Did you see who hit it? I don't know. That's pretty cool. I would have that up on my. I know Sal has a lot of figure, you know, baseball figures and baseball memorabilia in his yeah. in his um, basement. I would put that up there. Home run, Derby Harper. Bryce Harper. See, that's. Cool. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I really can't tell. It would have been man. better if he caught it on the fly and didn't pick it up off the ground. That takes oh, I, a little bit away from it. I agree. It is definitely Bryce Harper. I can tell you the swing. Hundred yeah. percent. See, he caught a Bryce Harper home run derby ball. That is pretty cool. How about that? Yeah. In pajama pants. In pajama pants. Uh, I was happy to see that Garrett Cole only had to throw nine pitches. Yeah, you, well, don't, you don't want your one of your starting pitchers laboring out there in a stupid all-star They almost game. got lit up. They were hard-hit balls, correct? Yes. The, the first and third outs. Or first, yeah, the, the right one, the one to right field, and then the one to left field. Like, dude, thought he gave up two home runs. Yeah. Now, the first guy didn't really have to jump. He miss, He misread that ball. But the, I think Rosarena was the one in left, I think. That one was a legit, you got to get up a little bit. Yeah. But he gave up a couple of shots. But he got out but of there Nine unscathed. pitches, all good. Yes, yeah, exactly nine right. pitches. He got to fulfill his dream of pitching in the All-Star game. Then I saw our Mets friend Pete Alonzo, Jerry. He struck out twice. <laughs> yeah, he did. But was praised for his defensive oh, scoop. Oh, he made a scoop. Knock it off. A defensive the, scoop, that, Jerry. That headline was hilarious. You know what he did? What'd what he a do? major league first baseman should do. He caught the ball. Scoop a ball. Stop. Yes. Nice well, they play. Were, they were praising on. it. Yeah. All of the newspapers, Jerry. Okay. They were all. You know why? They had nothing scoop. else to write about. I guess so. Right. It wasn't a high scoring game. What it was? Kodai Sanga chose not to pitch. Aaron Judge is injured. Who else are you writing about? Shohei Otani. You. You agree to make the trip out there and then refuse to pitch? That's oh, a that's weird right move. up your alley. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Look at me. I'm an all-star. Don't have to go out there, yeah. <laughs> but I'm an all-star, everybody. That's that's right out of your playbook. But he, so Kodai Sanga decided he didn't want that's to how, Yeah, that's how it goes. That's what it sounds like. I appreciate you uh, paying me to fly out here, put me up in a hotel, and pay for my meals and my family probably, but uh, I'm good. Did you like the, did you see the introductions or no. did you not watch them? So they had, they they were behind the fence in right field. And they would announce, now, from the New York Mets, first baseman Pete Alonzo and pitcher Kodai Sanga. And then they would come out of the fence, and they were lined up with the kids, and they were clapping their hands. And it was cool. It was it was interesting. And that's what they did for each team. And some teams had more players than others. Yeah. Like the A's had one poor slob. <laughs> you know, the Mets had a couple of guys. The Rangers had 19 guys on the roster. Yeah. And here come the Texas Rangers oh team. Oh, my God, right. Here's the roster of the Rangers. And the Braves had a million guys. But it was neat the way they did it, I thought. That was kind of cool. I feel like back when the Mets were really terrible in the early 80s, when I first started following them, like John Stearns used to be the... The one representative? Yeah, they would let John Stearns, the catcher, be Mets representative. You might be right. Yeah. I I don't remember. I'm going to Google that during the break. 19... You could do that. Get bigger random... 1982. Uh, Yeah, 82 and 83. I'm going to look at to see which Met represented. And how many? Probably just the one. Yes. I would think so. And I kind of feel like, for whatever reason, Lee Mazzilli represented a time or two. Yeah, it could be. I'm going to check that, too. Rusty Staub ever an all-star when he was at the Mets? I don't know. I don't know. 
Not sure. Rusty Stahl was like one of the first bigger players. You know what I mean? Like now we see a couple of chunky guys. He was. You ever hear of Babe Ruth? <laughs> what are you talking about? Who is this now? <laughs> Guy was eating hot dogs and drinking beer in the dugout. <laughs> All right, and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> He was one of I the have first heard of Babe Ruth. Guys. Yes, Babe Ruth only played, you know, 60 years prior. Yeah. Right, <laughs> when, good point. When New Era started making hats. Yes, Babe, you're telling me Babe Ruth was wearing a New Era hat? No way. I don't know. I saw an interesting fact about Babe Ruth. I don't know if it's true, but I saw it come up on the Twitter feed. One of those, you know, old-time sports sites yeah. said Babe Ruth never once wore a Yankee jersey with the interlocking NY on the chest. What was his Yankee jersey? Just the pinstripes. Oh. And just the number on the back. That was it. And I think when he first, I think when he first came to the Yankees, I don't even think they had numbers on their back. I don't think. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. I meant to double check that, but I never did. Came Ma- across on the Twitter feed. Imagine if I had a rare photo of Babe Ruth in With the, the other jersey. Interlocking NY. Yeah. You wow, might, so- again, this was a Twitter feed. I think it was old time sports. And it had, it had a couple of photos of him in just the, the blank pinstripe jersey. And, you know, had the Yankee cap on and everything. So, like I said, I meant to go look at all different photos, and I never did. I would take that right over to New Jersey Golden Auctions. I'd be like, I have this Babe Ruth picture, him in a jersey. No one thought he wore. What could I get for this? It's just a picture. You'd need the jersey. Oh, yeah. And you can't buy a a replica from Fanatics. Ah, man, if I had that jersey, you're right. That'd be way more valuable. Imagine how heavy those jerseys were. They were like sweaters. Yeah, right. (laughs) Put this wool sweater on and go out there and play baseball in August. All right, we'll take a quick break. 518, we're just getting started. We've got a very busy program for you with uh, Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on The Fan.